Bonjour et bienvenue à... Well, this isn't really Collège Saint-Sauveur anymore, is it, dear listeners? No, our beloved and hated school got destroyed in the apocalypse. The apocalypse that was brought upon us by the end of the construction. I warned you all, back on the very first day of school, that the end of the construction would mean our doom, and that the construction would end in 2020. And I was right. Among the innumerable things that were affected by the ongoing apocalypse, Collège Jean Sauvé has ceased to exist, which is why my announcements abruptly ended back at the start of March. Can't announce what doesn't exist, hey dear listeners. However, administration is still alive and well. Well, as alive as is physically possible for them. And they decided to let the grade 12 class graduate anyways. And so... For the final time, I will speak to you about events surrounding what was formerly known as Collège Jean Sauvé. Without further ado, bonjour et bienvenue at the graduation special. Time was destroyed in the apocalypse. Please rise and applaud yourself. You've made it this far and you're still going. You'll keep going. You are strong. So I should probably start with the construction. For so long, we all thought that construction is eternal, ceaseless, and immovable constant of the universe. We all know now that that is not the case. Construction is capable of ending, and the results are catastrophic. As you may or may not remember, probably not considering nobody ever listens to my announcements anyways, the last announcements I made at CJS was about the mysterious, incomprehensible beings who turned out to be fourth-dimensional aliens, and they kidnapped Faith Adioti because she is also a fourth-dimensional alien, and they gave us cake as a peace offering. An unskilled cake eater ate the cake and blew up the entire tech wing. Honestly, what an amateur. Anyways... The destruction of the tech wing triggered yet another round of construction, the first serious construction since the glowing eyes have been released from the school. As we all know, the construction was the reason they were trapped here in the first place. They tried to stop it. They tried to resist the construction, which we all know is one, bad for your health, and two, virtually impossible. But they tried anyways and they paid the price. Since the Envirothon, though, the glowing eyes have returned to their temple. They are no longer fighting the construction. And the construction, so used to having a powerful force push back against it, was finally able to work at full power. And work it did. Between February 19th and March 13th, it completely repaired the tech hallway, replaced all of the ceiling tiles, gave the band room a bath, and even repaired my summoning crystals that I left in my locker. Without the glowing eyes' presence to slow it down, the construction worked so efficiently and strongly 
that by March 13th, there was nothing left to repair. And so, the world ended. Okay, maybe that's a bit dramatic. The world didn't really end. I mean, I'm still here, talking, and you're still here, listening. So things haven't changed that much. But none of us can deny that the apocalypse started on March 13th. All schools ceased to exist. The air turned into cinnamon powder. People began exploding if they stood within six feet of one another. And all the locks in our doors got replaced by aggressive, venomous snakes, leaving us no choice but to stay inside or die. You know, typical apocalypse. For sure, the past few months have been terrifying. But anything can become routine with enough exposure, even fear. Humans are incredibly adaptable that way. And so is the world. The glowing eyes have kept their promise and are doing everything in their power to fix the world. Except in the states. The states are guarded by an unspeakable evil horror. Not even the glowing eyes want to touch that with a 1,000 foot pole. But for us in Canada, things are slowly becoming normal. They'll never truly go back to how they were before, but we can adapt. I mean, we all survived grade 9 at CJS. Surely the rest of life can't be any harder. And so, as the toxicity leaves the air, and people spontaneously combust less and less, our school year comes to an end. Well, school year is mostly an honorary term at this point, considering schools don't exist. And neither does time. And even if time did exist, it would technically be mid to end of July, which is really not in the school year. But time doesn't exist, so nonetheless, the year has ended, and our graduation ceremony begins. Obviously, this is not a real graduation ceremony. It would be very hard to do that in an audio medium, and I really don't want to spend all the time and energy to kidnap each member of my grade. I would have to do it myself, since I don't have enough money to hire that many dark web contractors. I spent it all on Starbucks and hunting knives. So many knives. I guess I could send everyone an email with a mind control spell in it and trick them into reading it, but nobody actually checks their emails anyways. Besides, too many people in one place has a high chance of making the sky collapse and suffocate them. You know, apocalypse stuff. So there won't actually be anybody graduating in this graduation special. However, speeches work incredibly well in an audio medium, and I found this cassette under my pillow labeled Valedictorian Speech, Clean Version. So without further ado, I welcome the Valedictorian of the Class of 2020. Dear family members, teachers and faculty, friends, students, and random goat with, is that poisonous spines? Anyways, welcome to the CJS Convocation 2020. Now, before we get into the ceremony where we will celebrate our graduates by making them sit in an uncomfortable metal chair in 30 degree heat, all while wearing a full coverage heavyweight gown, there's just one thing I want to say to all of you very special people. Hello, I'm back. 
about that little disturbance for some of you in the back there. My, uh, friends, we're just getting rid of an unwanted pest. Nothing to worry about. It is so good to be back here at this school. Well, not school, because the construction ended. Same reason why I'm here, actually. I mean, you can't be banished from something that doesn't exist, right? No, but seriously, though. It feels so great to be here at your little hodgepodge ceremony in the middle of some random field you were all suddenly summoned to. Oh, you're probably wondering what happened to the real valedictorian. Well, don't worry about her. What's her name? Just saw the light, that's all, and is creating goodness in this world. So, she asked me to fill in. For those of you who may not know me, I am the leader of the Illegal Cults Club. Not an actual cult, it's just part of the title. Though my club and I were new to the school this year, we were so happy to see the effect my club had on the school. Not the whole school because of somebody, but that's not important right now. I'm not here on club business. I'm here to be your valedictorian. So, yay, graduates? I don't know what a valedictorian is. I never got to go to a graduation before, or go to school, or be human. But I got to say, for what I imagined a graduation to be, this is kind of lame, not gonna lie. Sarah, before she died, saw the light, was telling me that you don't even get a dance? If you can't perform the dance of Chakora, how will you get rid of the negative spirit demon the school system gave you in kindergarten to feed off your suffering? How will you become a productive member of society? I mean, I do see their point though. If you don't all stand six feet apart, you spontaneously combust. Wait, you guys are all sitting closer than that though. Was that me? Did I will that to happen? I mean, my powers have been feeling stronger with all the death going on, you know? Huh, or maybe not. Maybe the same force that transported you all to this cornfield just wants to see you happy. But what if I am that force? Huh, for the first time, it seems that I don't know the truth of something. Is that what it's like to be human? Not knowing? Pondering uselessly over facts and opinions that make you feel safe? And give you a sense of control over something? Especially in these challenging and unprecedented times? Hey, that's a pretty good phrase. People should use that more. Huh. Well, it took me... I actually don't know how long I've been alive, but I'm guessing it's been a long while to finally understand you. I knew there was something special about you students. That's why I'm going to keep you around. At least for now. I mean, maybe in a couple months or years or decades, I'll want to bathe in your blood. But for now, I can stay inside those skin suits of yours. Oh, well, I see some of you are disappearing. I guess that means our time together is over. Well, this has been nice to see you all in person. But before you go, don't forget, the only point of your existence is to be a useless burden on everyone and everything. Um, that was, uh, actually, I'm not going to think about it too hard. In fact, I'm going to pretend that it never happened. <sighs>
if I never hear from that vile cult leader ever again, it'll be too soon. I'm just glad that she's decided to spare us. For now. Anyways. Anyways, it's time for the next speech. Let's continue this graduation, shall we? Next up is the school spirit speech, given by the girl trapped in the last doll of the girls' change room who should never be freed on behalf of the ghosts who are trapped in the girls' change room with her. Wow, I can't believe we're here. We've really made it. We've really pulled ourselves through four years of long, boring classes. Four years of unimmaculate, unprofitable, unpredictable homework. Four years of disgraceful, rude, rat-fested students. Four years of glowing eyes in our scenes. Like, I could go on. But first of all, I would just like to say, why am I the one writing a speech in the first place, huh? We all know damn well I'm going to be stuck in this change room for the rest of my life. Well, death. So I think it's quite rude and unimmaculate of you to make me write something that I'm not even going to get to participate in. What kind of rubbish is that? Because today... Tomorrow, yes. the next day, uh-huh. and then days after that. Period. You probably have the right idea, right. but the wrong sis. Hello. 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 Goodbye. Usually, next up would be the administrator's speech. Well, the principal's speech, but we all know that administration is just one entity, a hive mind of fused limbs and I oh if I try to think about administration too hard my mind just sort of starts to burn so I'm gonna stop doing that anyways it's common knowledge that their form is quite incomprehensible so I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop before I hurt myself anyways administration would usually give a speech here but the cassette that they gave me is just pure static. So, I'm not gonna play it. I'm not gonna bother. And with that, our graduation ceremony draws to a close. It was unfortunately short, but there's really only so much we can do in a purely auditory medium. Real graduations occur in a space outside of time, so they can last quite literally forever. I mean, Compared to that, anything would be short, right? And then usually after the speeches, we use the combined life force of all the graduates to summon an unthinkable, unknowable, omnipresent god whose writhing, eye-covered form is so vast that to see it in its entirety would shatter a human mind. Obviously, we can't do that this year because we can't get all the graduates in the same room. And life force doesn't flow as easily over a Zoom call which makes it pretty difficult to gather enough to complete the summoning. Trust us, we've tried. All we got was a goat covered in poisonous spikes, which is a far call from an all-powerful god whose very existence threatens our reality. So yeah, this graduation has been quite different from those in the past, but we'll make it work. And without further ado, oh, oh, hold on. There's one more cassette, and it's from Taco Bell Person. Oh, wow, I haven't heard from him in ages. Not even a phone call or anything. Which makes sense, I guess, since all the phone lines were lit on fire, with a small flame traveling down the line, spreading across Canada, then North America, then the entire world until there were no phone lines left to burn. We're still not sure who caused this. 
My bet is the cell phone industry, as all cell towers and satellites were suspiciously untouched. So obviously the culprit was only trying to take down the landlines. Which made it very, very tough to communicate with Taco Bell person, since neither he nor Cthulhu have a cell phone. We've been relying on payphones and carrier pigeons to stay in touch. Mainly payphones, since they are still in Europe and not many carrier pigeons survive the flight across the Atlantic. The violent ocean storms mess up their circuitry quite badly. Anyways, this carrier pigeon seems to have survived, since the cassette is mostly intact. Mostly. It is a bit scuffed up, so there might be a bit of damage or distortion in the audio. But I'll play it anyways. John Casey is back in his all-new movie, John Casey 28, Return of the Crimson Heart. Featuring all-new explosions, sharks, sharks with lasers, lasers with sharks, explosions, sharks, and cars, very, very fast cars, on bridges and trains. That's right, the car is going on the train in the all-new John Casey movie. Coming to theaters near you, make sure to tune in for more explosions and guns than before. This will be the most action-packed John Casey movie of the century and probably of all time until we make a sequel. This will be the greatest most exciting John Casey movie yet that you've ever seen in your life. Ba -ba -ba. That's what you'll be hearing in the all new John Casey movie. John Casey 28 Return of the Crimson Heart. With all new actors Kevin James and Everyone's fan favorite, the return of Jimmy the Chihuahua. That's right, everybody's favorite rat dog is back with more guns and lasers and explosions than before. Not to mention all the sharks and sharks with lasers and laser sharks. Don't forget the crocodiles in the giant swamp that John Casey will have to swim through to get to the Crimson Heart to defeat him for once and for all. He's gonna kill the Crimson Heart in this movie. That's right, the supervillain will be dead by the end of the movie. So make sure to stay tuned to see him die because it will be very cool and involve explosions and cars and sharks with laser guns and the piranhas in the giant swamp. That's right, John Casey will push the Crimson King into the swamp where he will get eaten by the crocodiles and piranhas. Not to mention the giant robot monster that John Casey will fly around in and fight John Jiffo, the all-new bad guy, super villain, super rich, powerful man, John Jiffo. Stay tuned for the all-new action-packed John Casey movie coming to theaters near you on November 81st, 2028.
Along with the cassette, there's also a letter. It was all folded up and stuck on the inside of the cassette case. Oh, it seems to be from Taco Bell person as well, so I will read it out for you. So, how'd you like it? Me and Cthulhu started our own company, making infomercials and advertisements. I do the recordings, and Cthulhu runs the business side of it. He's very good at finding us clients. He just hunts down people who need to make an advertisement and psychically torture them until they agree to hire us. It's a new, innovative business model, and it's working quite well for us. Our headquarters are in London now. We were traveling across Europe, seeing the sights, tormenting locals, eating livestock. You know, typical tourist stuff. We had reached England and were about to head back to Canada when the apocalypse started, so we were trapped there. Which really sucked, because we couldn't burn down the Taco Bell headquarters in person. Instead, we had to do it over the phone. Luckily, there's phone boxes everywhere in London, so it wasn't hard. It did have the unfortunate side effect of destroying all the phone lines in the world, but it was definitely worth it if it meant destroying Taco Bell. So yeah, we're in London, Taco Bell was destroyed in a fire explosion that was visible even from the other side of the Atlantic, and Cthulhu makes a very good CEO. Life is pretty good. Oh, I need to go. Cthulhu just found out about a nearby village that he hasn't yet driven to insanity with his uncomprehensible form. He really wants to go there now, and I need to drive him, because apparently Eldritch Gods can't legally get a driver's license, and we would hate to break the law. So that's it from me. I'll see you, uh, hmm. Once the apocalypse gets less apocalypsy. Bye. Ah, talk about person. His and Cthulhu's story is such a heartwarming tale about how the power of friendship can take down evil corporations. With the help of some arson. Lots of arson. Well, it was definitely nice to hear from him. It didn't quite fit the theme of a graduation special, but the ceremony is so different from any that have ever happened before that there's no reason not to play it. It made no difference in the grand scheme of the graduation. Nothing makes a difference in the grand scheme of anything, really. I know that I, for one, am very worried about all the changes that are approaching, and I'm sure that many of you dear listeners are also. We've heard the phrase uncertain times far too often lately, but we can't deny its truth. With the world slowly shifting back to something that is at once familiar, but still vastly different, and the beginning of a new era of our lives, we have much to be uncertain about. But we can take comfort in the fact that no matter where the next few years take us, no matter what happens in the world, we still have the rest of our lives ahead of us. Nothing truly makes a difference in the grand scheme of things, so we have no need to worry about what comes next. We only need to trust that it will work out. And I truly believe it will, dear listeners. We survived the end of the construction and the subsequent apocalypse. We survived the Envirothon and the reign of the glowing eyes. We survived pre-cal exams. There are infinite possibilities, infinite permutations of events that the future might bring, but we will make it through it. We always have, and we always will. We've survived so much already, class of 2020. We have no reason to fear the future. I mean, 
there can't really be anything worse than pre-cal. Wait. Wait, hold on. My university schedule is saying something about a class called calculus. That's... That sounds very much worse than pre-calculus. Oh god. Well, I suppose there will always be a new horror to face. But I still believe in us. As this graduation comes to a close, and as life opens up before us, let us look back on our high school days with fondness and relief. We made it. It's over. Congratulations, class of 2020. C'est tout pour les annonces, et passez un excellent avenir. This episode was narrated and recorded by Madison Posthumus. It was written by Madison Posthumus, Mylia Hildebrand, and Faith Adiotti, with improvisation from Cameron Posthumus. The voice of Taco Bell person is Cameron Posthumus, the voice of the leader of the Illegal Cults Club is Mylia Hildebrand, and the voice of the girl trapped in the last stall of the girls' changing who should never be freed is Faith Adiotti. Music is by Madison Posthumus and Bilan Nengisha. Since this is our last episode, seeing as I actually have graduated, so I have no reason to be returning to CJS at any time, even if schools were reopening in the fall, I just want to say two things. One, sorry about the microphone quality. Our regular microphone broke, and it makes me very sad. Two, thank you all so much for listening. I know that there's not many listeners. This podcast is very weird and a bit niche, I think, and most of you only listen because I bully you into it. But thank you. Anyways, and if there's anybody who found this on the internet and has decided to listen, I mean, thank you. Don't understand why you would want to, but thank you. So this is it for CGS Announcements Archives. I will not be revisiting this project. Maybe I will clean them up a little bit in the future to remix some of them. I've been doing some re-listening, and oh my god, the levels of my music. It could use some work. But I will not be creating any more content for this. I probably will continue to make podcasts because it's very fun. And there's currently an idea in the works. Nothing to do with this, though. This new idea does not depend on school announcements and events for for its main inspiration. So it's going to be a lot less likely to suddenly stop in face of a quarantine. I'm sorry about that again, by the way. I just sort of disappeared off the face of the earth. Anyways, sudden quarantine aside, making this has been so much fun. So thank you all for listening and supporting me and generally motivating me for this. It's been fun. So thank you for listening, and I wish you all the best. For once and for all! I'm going to take a break. That's amazing. Ow. One, two, three. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. (laughs) Closing the door because I could hear the dishes from downstairs. Okay. Ready. One, two, three. Dear family members, teachers and faculty, friends, students,